0: Amen. Grab your Bible and turn with me to Romans chapter number 10, Romans chapter number 10 and, and, verse number one, verse number two, verse number three, and then verse number 13. And, uh, if somebody jumps out of this time machine and scares me, it's going to be on. <laughs> Amen. All right. Are you glad to be saved? Amen. 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 Romans 10, Romans 10 and verse number one. The Bible says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. He said, but there's a problem. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. In other words, they're very religious, but they don't have a clue about what they're worshiping. They've created a God of their own mind. He says, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness, they going about to establish their own righteousness, having not submitted themselves under the righteousness of God. In other words, this is God's way and this is God's plan. But they say, we got a plan of our own. We just created our own plan. Now, how many of y'all know that dog ain't going to hunt? If you don't do it God's way, it's not going to get done. Now look at God's way, verse 13, verse 13. Are you there? Amen. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be, Pray. I don't know about y'all, but that's good news. Amen. How, how then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe in him who they've not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Now, now, I want everybody to look at me for a second before we go on. When you see preacher here, it doesn't mean like the preacher's standing here. Doesn't mean somebody in a pulpit. Doesn't mean somebody has to be, uh, 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 he, he doesn't have to have the title of pastor, uh, missionary, evangelist. Is everybody with me on that? Doesn't have to be uh, ordained. It, the, the word preacher here means a crier. Like a town crier, hear ye, hear ye. Are y'all with me? A proclaimer, someone who proclaims truth. So look at your neighbor and say, hey, preacher. That's right. (laughs) Are are we not to proclaim the truth? Okay, all right, all right. But how are they gonna hear without somebody that's gonna tell them? A preacher, a proclaimer. How shall they preach except they be As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring, say it with me, and bring, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for the privilege and the honor it is to be in your house. Lord, thank you for a full house. Thank you for people who are here to hear from you. And God, I thank you for the good news that we have to share. And Lord, I thank you for the good news we have to report back for what they've already been doing. And God, I'll praise you and thank you and give you glory for it all. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. If you've noticed the outline, the title is Hit the Road or Hold the Road. And, and it's not what you, it's not what you probably think. Uh, I was coon hunting with pox this week, and I told him the title, and he said, I guess you're trying to run some more off, aren't you, preacher? <laughs> hit the road don't mean what you think, and I'll explain it in a minute. Did the Bible not say, Go into the highways and hedges? Say it with me, the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in that my house might be. That's what I mean by hit the road, all right? But here's what I want to do I want to give you an update. I want to give you an update about what your efforts and your generosity and your prayers and your working has been doing. Okay, Uh, if we can if we can look at the the screen here for just a second. Here's an update. How many of y'all remembered in 2018? We did Project Nigeria, Project Nigeria here. Here's some updates from Project Nigeria because of what you gave. Because of what you sacrificed, because of what you did in 2018. Right now, there are 1,415 churches in Nigeria proclaiming the gospel that were not there before 2018. Can we give God praise and glory right there? There are now 52,092 new believers Forty-five Pauls. And you say, what is a Paul? If you're new with us now, we, we have a, uh, 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 a training system where a Paul will go into a village or go into a city and begin a training center. And a Paul will train Timothys to go out and plant churches in the villages and the surrounding areas, if that makes sense. Amen. All right, so we have 45 Pauls now who have been trained, who have been sent out, commissioned in Nigeria. 688 Timothys are being trained as we speak. 1,424 Tituses. Now, these are people that the Timothys who were trained by the Pauls have been one are now being trained to go plant. Church. So that means second generation. Isn't that great? 13,860 orphans and widows have been served and cared for and brought in because in 2018, some people on the corner of Campground Road and 157 decided to make a difference in a country where those people will never ever see you on this side of eternity, but you cared. You cared and you decided to make a difference. Can we give God praise and glory? Yes. Now, This is a cool part right here. Watch this now. These are numbers. Sometimes when you you just throw numbers up there, uh, you know, it, it almost becomes like a statistic, but here is some here. They've been, uh, the, the graduations have been, uh, going through this year and here's some pictures of some recent graduating classes. Okay. These are Timothy's that have fulfilled and completed their training. And it's about a two and a half year course, about two years that they will have to go through intense training to go and plant a church. All right. So here's a graduating class. Here's a graduating class. Go ahead. Here's a graduating class. Come on now. Here's a graduating class. Come on, come on. Here's a graduating class. Here's a graduating class. Here's a, woo, come on now. Come on. And all God's people say it. Amen. Here they're celebrating at the graduation. Here they're getting down at the graduation. All right, can we give God praise for what He's doing in Nigeria? Amen. And to think, to think, in 2018, nothing, in that short a period of time, what you invested. What you invested, when we give to missions, we're not giving, we're investing and you're seeing your return. Amen. Now, now this is, this is mission America. All right. This is mission America. I want to kind of give you an update on what's going on with mission America. This is right here at temple. We're training pastors who have come from all over, man, they've come as far from Oregon and Washington state. All right. Go to the next one. This is me trying to convince and beg preachers to get in this, to help us in America. This is Pastors and Pastors Wife. This is one of the cohorts in, I believe it was uh, either Atlanta or Columbus, Ohio. I can't remember. All right? These are pastors. This is a cohort. This is training we do every single week. Every single week, we're doing Zoom calls and trainings uh, up to two hours every week with pastors all over America. All right? Go to the next one. There's another one. Go to the next one. All right? That's a shady-looking crowd right there. Hey, man. There, there, there is another one. What do we got next? Now, so far, now that's all, that's, that's Mission America. Can we give God praise and glory for all those that are being trained? I can't remember how many states, Micah, was it 22, 22 or 23 states we're in already? I don't remember. It's more than we had. Say Amen. So far, right now, with our, our our missions project this year, with our boxes that you that you see over there, uh, when we're bringing in these boxes, so far we have a total of one hundred and twenty two thousand two hundred twenty two dollars and thirty six cents. So far, that's the ability to plant three hundred and six churches in places where there are no churches. Let's give God praise and glory right there. Amen. That's just a little update of what you're doing. Now, here, here's where I want to go with this. I'm not going to be long this morning, but I, I really do want to share an idea and, and, and a thought that it, what you are doing, what you are doing, when you see this, what you are doing here is called holding the rope. Say that with me. Holding the rope. Now, let me, let me tell you where that came from. Let me tell you where that phrase came from. The year was 1792. 1792, William Carey, who has been, he has been dubbed as the modern, modern, you know, really the father of modern missions. He challenged his Baptist brethren to obey their responsibility to take the gospel to unreached lands. The Baptist, this is the, this is their, uh, uh, the, the society that they put together or, or ministry they put together. Baptists of mid England formed the Particular Baptist Society for the Propagating the Gospel. Now that's a, that's a name, ain't it? Yep. The Particular Baptist Society for Propagating the Gospel. This was um, uh, well, among the heathen. I forgot that last part. The Particular Baptist Society for Propagating the Gospel Among the Heathen was the name of the group they organized. They appointed Kerry and John Thomas to go to India as missionaries. In 1793, Kerry said a tearful farewell to his church in Leicester, England. The society then came together for a farewell service for Carey. Sometime during that all day meeting, Carey met with the four leaders of the society. Those men promised Carey uh, that as he went forth in the society's name and their masters, the Lord Jesus, they should never cease till death to stand by him. Andrew Fuller, here's how he explained it. Here's how he explained it. Andrew Fuller, one of those men, later described the occasion with an analogy. He said that the mission to India seemed like a few men who considered going into a deep, unexplored mind. It was as if Carey said, I will go down if you will. Are y'all with me? The meeting in Fuller's mind was as if uh, he and the other brethren gave their word that whilst we live, we should never let go of the rope. Say that with me. We should never let go the rope. The analogy stuck. Missionaries today continue to go in down into the mines, seeking to win those who have never heard, to shine the light of the gospel into the darkest corners of humanity. These frontline soldiers of the cross continue to rely on those who will. The rope was an an analogy that stuck because it pictures, and this is what I want to get to today. It pictures a biblical truth. God designed New Testament missions to be a team effort. Say that with me. A. Now, now preacher, what are you saying? They're going into the darkest places of this world. They're going into dangerous places. They're going into Hindu places. Hindu, uh, cultures, they're going into Muslim cultures. Matter of fact, there are Timothy's, there are Timothy's that have given their life in Nigeria. There are Muslim raiding parties who are going in and killing Christians in villages and places in Nigeria. But listen, they're saying I'm willing to go. I'm willing to risk my life. If you will help us and all God's people said now here's two things here's two things we've just got two points this morning I want to share with everybody. I want you to understand if you're part of temple Baptist Church you're either going to hit the road or hold the road hit the road or hold the road and we're going to see these in the in this chapter right here all right so how do we how do we hit the road what what, what, what do we do to hit the road well look what it says uh, verse number verse number one verse number one now now let's remind each other let's remind each other what hit the road means he said go out into the Come on everybody, you little quiet there. Come on. Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them. Compel my father, you know he's redneck to the bone. He said that means hog time. Hog time. I, that's not what that means by the way. Amen. It means we're to do everything we can in our power. Paul said, I become all things to all men that I might by all means save some, we are to beg them, plead with them, please come into the house. We are to take the, take the gospel to them and share with them what God's done for us. Amen? Amen. Hitting the road. Look what he says. Hitting the road. Three things I want you to write down today. Watch, watch what Paul says in verse number one, brethren. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Now watch this. If he is begging and, and it's his greatest desire is to see them saved, what does that say about them? Brother Willie, they're lost. They're lost, all right? Now watch, now watch. For I bear them record. In other words, this is what I know about them. This is what I know about them. This is what I record about them, that they have a zeal of God. They're religious, but not according to knowledge, not according to truth, not according to what's right for they being ignorant of God's righteousness, they go about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted themselves under the righteousness of God. That means it's not that they're not moral people. It's not that they are not religious. It's not that they have a, a, some sense of religiosity. It says, but they're doing it all wrong. It's not according to what The scriptures say, it's not according to what reality is. There is a right way and there is a wrong way. I don't care what the culture tries to say. I don't care what the world tries to say. I don't care what the media tries to say. The media will just say, you just get to God whichever way you choose. There is not many ways to God. There is one way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There's a lot of religious people in this world, but not according to truth, not according to what's right. There is not a relative truth. I've heard people say truth is relative. That's stupid. Truth is not relative. Truth is truth. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Are y'all with me? He said they're, they're lost. They're lost. Now, now what do we need to do to hit the road? First of all, write this down, write this down. First, it takes knowing. It takes knowing. Listen, if we're ever going to hit the road, if we're ever going to reach our people, we got to know some things. What do we need to know? We need to know that this world's condemned. We need to know this world is condemned. The Bible says, he that believeth is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. John chapter number three, God sent his son not into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth is not condemned, but he that believeth not is Do you realize the people that you pass every single day? Do you realize that your brethren, your husband, your wife, your children, your family, your relatives, your friends, they arrive into this world condemned, lost for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous. No, not one. Do you know that? Do you know what motivated Paul? Do you know what made him get up in the morning and think about preaching? Do you know what made him, listen, he, he ate his cereal every morning thinking about sinners and thinking about the gospel and how to get the gospel to more people because there was something he knew. He knew eternity. He knew hell was real and he knew people were gonna die and spend eternity there if they don't come to Christ. Listen, we need to go. But first got to know, do you know it? Are, 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 we, are we living our life with our head in the sand? Are we living our Christian life with our head in the clouds and not, you know, no, 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 no. We've got to see people. We've got to understand that this world is condemned. Sure, say amen. amen. So first, hitting the road, first starts with knowing. Say it with me. First starts with... Then it says, then it says this verse, verse number 15, how shall they preach except they be sent? Now the great commission, what's the first word in the great commission? Everybody say it. Everybody say it. All right. The second part of hitting the road is going, going. That's not complicated, is it? Y'all need to appreciate the fact that you've got the simplest pastor in the United States. I've heard these people say, I heard these people say, oh, that preacher's deep. You know what that means? They don't understand him. That's what it means. Anytime I hear somebody say, boy, he's deep. That means you don't have a clue what he said. And if you don't understand what he said, it ain't going to do you a bit of good. You know, you know, somebody said it was a great compliment to me he said, boy, preacher, you put it on the shelf. Everybody can reach it. That's the way it needs to be. Now, now hitting the road means you got to first. You got to yes. know. Everybody say you got to yes. then you got to. Yes. That's not complicated. No. Where am I going to go? And, and by the way, by the way, if you study that phrase out, it, it really means as you are going. going. This this is, we, we've, we've made this, we've made this really super spiritual when it's not super spiritual. We think going, go ye into all the world. That, that means you got to go put a box on the corner road and stand. And as the passerbyers come by, you're to shout out and scream at them and say, turn or burn like a street preacher, old fashioned, you know, no, 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 no. It means, it means as you go to the grocery store, As you go, as you go, uh, brother Willie, brother Willie was, was selling. No, no, no. Had a guy, had a guy come and was, was, was detailing a car for him. And as the guy was detailing the car, the Holy Spirit revealed to him, this is a great opportunity. opportunity." And he shared his story, shared God's story, led the young man to Christ. Y'all with me? He didn't have a box to stand on. He didn't say turn or burn. He was as he was. Does this make sense? I told you the story of TLN getting saved. I was going, I was going to Brandon Iron. I went through the drive-thru, in the drive-thru. I seen a young lady there. After I got my food, I said, Sis, if it wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind, I would sure love you to read my story. Would you mind reading my story? I gave her my story track. A week later, I came back through and she opened that window and said, I read your story. I said, do you have a story like that? She said, no, sir. I said, would you like a story like that? I sure would. We prayed right there in the drive-thru. She got saved. And what are you saying? Was you going evangelizing? I was going for a stake. <laughs> are y'all with me? Amen. But as I was going. going. Listen, that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. And all God's people say, it. we all need to go. First, we got to, go. then we got to, go. then we got to show. Then we got to show. What do we show? Well, same thing that Jesus told the demoniac. The demoniac wanted to go with Jesus, loaded up in the boat with him. Y'all remember after Jesus cast all the demons out of him? And and he said, no, no, no. I want you to go home. Right? Isn't that what he said? I want you to go home to thy friends and show. show. Isn't that what he said? I want you to go home to thy friends and Show show them what good things God's done for you. Show them. What did, the, what, did the, what did the Ethiopian eunuch say? Y'all remember Philip in the book of Acts? Philip in the book of Acts, y'all remember what he said? When, when Philip come up there and he was reading scriptures, he was reading scriptures and Philip said, hey man, you know what you're reading? He said, how can I unless some man show me? Unless some man show me. Now listen, just show him. Just show him. Let's do our survey. Let's do our survey. Y'all remember the survey last week? How many y'all saved? How many of y'all are saved? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. All right. Raise it real high. I can see it again. Some of y'all, a little quivery right there. All right. Here we go. How many of y'all were there when it happened? That makes you a... Then show somebody. Show somebody. Now, how many of y'all, how many of y'all was in a church service when you got saved? Raise your hand. You was in a church service. Okay. How many of y'all was in a revival service? Okay. How many of y'all was outside of a church somewhere when you got saved? Look at there. Look at there. Uh, uh, There's so many different experiences. There's so many different. Listen, we all got saved the same way. With the same gospel. But we all have different stories. Go show somebody. Now listen, you say, what are these missionaries doing in, in Nigeria? In Burma. In Vietnam, they're knowing that if them Nigerians don't get saved, they're going to burn in hell forever. They've made up their minds. They're going to go. They're going to go. What are they doing when they go? They're just showing them what good things God has done for them. Does that make sense? So look at your neighbor and say, hit the road, Jack. Come on now, say it with feeling. Okay, all right. How many of y'all know God has called us to hit the road? Yes. Now, let's, let's, let's think about this in reality. Can everybody go to Nigeria? No, no. no. Can everybody go down into the pit? No, no. 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 Somebody's going to have to hold the road. Hold the road. Now, I want to I wanna thank you so far. I want to thank you so far for holding the rope like you've been holding the rope. But let me give you three quick things out of this chapter that can reinforce the rope holding. Are y'all with me? Say amen. Now, now, uh, uh, say this with me. I, I might not can go, but I can hold the rope. Say it with me now. I might not can go, but I can hold the rope. You might not be able to go to Nigeria. You might not be able to plant one of these micro churches in town, but you can hold the rope so someone else can. Now write these three things down and we'll pray. We'll be dismissed. Pray right now. First of all, if you're going to hold the rope, it starts with caring. Write that down. It starts with caring. You got to care. Where do you get that? Verse number one, verse number one. Now, now, now you have an outline that's got misprints in it. Uh brother Cesar pointed that out to me and, and I so you have one fifteen, one fifteen, one fifteen to Alden points. Am I correct on that? Right. Now now I want you to I want you to in the top two in A and B, I want you to scribble out the five. Scribble out the five. It should be ten one. Ten one. 10, 1. The last one is ten fifteen, but the first two, A and B is ten one, Romans ten one, and C is Romans ten fifteen. So you don't get confused. All right. You got it. Okay. Now watch this. Watch this. Look at 10, one brethren, my what? Our All right. Say it again. My, he cared. What's your heart's desire? What's your, what's been on your heart lately? Y'all remember, y'all remember three or four months ago, remember three or four months ago, Uh, uh, we, we did that heart sermon and we, we talked about, you know, where's our heart. And we say, what we talk about the most is what's on our heart. You remember out of the abundance of the, the mouth speaketh So what you talk about, what you think about as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What do you think about all the time? What bothers you? What bothers you? Is it Politics. Is it is it passing the gas station and looking at the sign? I ain't gonna lie, that does bother me a little bit. But are we more concerned about that, or that we are lost souls? Now I want to I want to give some encouragement to you. I want to give some encouragement. Everybody, look at me right now. Everybody, look at me right now. Now I'm a I'm a natural, I'm a natural. The word warrior seems so unspiritual. <laughs> I'm a naturally more concerned person. <laughs> Stuff concerns me a lot. You know, and and, and I'm looking at this, this 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 egg factory that burn up and, and these food distribution centers, and I'm looking at all these things, and I'm thinking conspiracy theories and all this and all. Man, the Holy Spirit had to sit me down this week and remind me of something. Yeah. The psalmist said this. I am old and I have been young. Yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. And God said, until, until you start missing meals, son, quit doubting me. Quit worrying about things. This world's gonna be what this world is, but I'm still your provider. I'm still your provider I'm still going to take care of you. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Say amen. Amen. Listen, quit caring about all that stuff and let's start caring about people who are going to hell. Let's let the Lord handle that. Let's let the Lord handle the gas situation and the political situation and and the provision situation and the inflation situation. And let's let's start caring about what he cares about. Have y'all ever have y'all ever been told that if we'll take care of his business, he'll take care of Are y'all with me? Seek him first. Seek him first and all these things shall be added unto you. If we're going to hold the rope, guys, we got to care. We got to care. You know what holding the rope means? It's them boxes. It's in boxes of stuff we do. Watch, watch this. We got to care. B, B. y'all ready for this? First, he said, my heart's desire. What, what does that mean? We got to care. care. Then he said this and prayer. Say it with me and prayer. So the second thing we got to do is if the first thing is care, what do you think the second thing is prayer? We got to pray. You can hold the rope by praying. You might not can physically get on a plane and fly to Nigeria or fly to Sudan or fly to India or fly someplace other than Africa. You may not physically can go and plant a church in Coleman County, but you can sure pray for the ones who can. Listen, this past, this past Tuesday, this past Tuesday, uh, this, this, this past Tuesday night, uh, 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 brother Micah, I, I don't see my, I don't see my, my deals. Did, did you, wh- wh- I, I was supposed to, where are they at? They're up there? Here? my son, I don't know where you got your glasses, but they ain't on this platform. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. We'll blame it on Jalen. He probably took them off the platform. Hey, look here. This, this past, this past uh, Tuesday night, there was a table set up right here. And, and on that table, there was missionaries that we support. And it had their, their picture. It had their, uh, uh, the burdens that they're going through right now. It had prayer requests for them. And we had a handful of people, a handful of people show up Tuesday night and took, and they, he said, listen, just grab, just grab them papers so you'll know what to pray for and find a place in this auditorium and pray for it. You know what that handful of people was doing Tuesday night? Let's try it again. You know what they were doing Tuesday night? Holding the road. Holding the road. I prayed for Brother Matthews down there in Brazil. He, He was on my list. I I prayed for our missionaries in Tanzania. I I, I prayed for, I even prayed for Brother Sharp. Actually, I was praying for Miss April, who has to live with Brother Sharp. (laughs) An unsheltered international. He's one of the sheets I had. Listen, I, I, I can't go do and be in the places that Brother Sharp and them can be in, but I can. Come on, my friend. That's right. Brother Mike is awesome. I don't know if you know the blessing to Temple Baptist Church this young man has been, but you need to thank God for Brother Micah. Come on, give God a praise and glory right there. Look here, there's Brother Ben Bounds, Brother Ben Bounds. This is his 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 work in the field, where they're working, Faith International Partners, they're working in Burma. This is who we went to Burma with, the 1040 window. That means all the places where there are no churches. And look, what what's right here? Miss Diane, can you read that right there? I'm very quick. <laughs> Uh, she ain't going to try. She didn't even, she just looking. No, nah, I can't read it. You you, you didn't even look up, Miss Diane. Can, can, can you, uh, can, can, Miss Mickle, can you read that? Prayer requests. Pray, I'll just go ahead and tell you. It's called prayer requests. Say it with me. Miss Diane, prayer request. Okay. Fairview, I'm coming out there, y'all. I'm, these people here don't even appreciate I'm coming out to y'all's church. Prayer requests. Look, prayer requests. Look here. This is brother, brother Ayub, brother Ayub. Some of y'all have never met him. They are, they are in the, uh, uh, uh they're in, I can't tell you where they're at. I forgot that that's dangerous, but we're praying for them. I mean, they're in a really, really volatile, uh, part of the country or part of the world. Excuse me. I'm talking about where they're, they're giving their lives I'm telling you, this is one of the most incredible couples that I ever met. And, and we were still in the blue building when we met them. And, and, and we were praying. We're praying. I can't be where they are doing what they're doing. But I can, I can hold the rope. Say, what was you doing Tuesday night? I was over there on that first pew right over there and I had these papers spread out and I was praying that God would bless them and God would help them. Here, here, pray for wisdom and energy. Pray for helpers who uh, all live in the front lines. Pray that we'll reach many with the gospel. Pray that we will also be able to learn from the Lord as his disciples. Pray for COVID restrictions to stop so that we can travel freely again. See, we're so past that, we can't even remember that. But they're still dealing with it preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying this is a team effort. We can either hit the road or hold the road. hold the road. Listen, we have, we have, uh, here, here's Jonathan Matthews. This is, this is my buddy prayer points. Listen, half of my family has been split up over the last two weeks, uh, due to COVID-19. All right. We were we were set to travel back to Brazil after a short time in the U.S. over the holidays and the day before we traveled, my two girls tested positive. So my wife Erin stayed back with the two girls and me and the boys went ahead and after, two, after almost two weeks, the girls tested negative and are, are gonna be able to head home. We just launched the Southern Cone Initiative two years ago but have 14 church plants already and the prospects of tripling that number in the coming year. With, with this comes many growing pains, pray for leadership, Financial resources needed to move forward, then number three, the next month in March, we have our catalyst community event in southern Brazil. We anticipate having fifty plus pastors in attendance. The goal was to train and mobilize them in the church planning efforts in the, uh, the, the least reached communities in the region. Now watch this. I remember one of the first times we asked him after he come on and you started supporting him at Temple. Uh, We asked him, what do you need? Do you know what? He had one word. One word. He said, what do you need? And this is what he said. Friends. Say it with me. They've taken their family. Listen, y'all got to understand this. You, You got people you hang out with, you go to dinner with, you do all of this stuff. But these missionaries are leaving everything they know to go down into a mine, Come on. to go into a place, and they're willing to go. They they don't want you to feel sorry for them, but they do need some people who are back here that's willing to. We hold the rope by caring about them. We hold the rope by. Pray. So it starts with caring. It goes to praying. But then it goes to number three and we're done. C, sharing, sharing. It says how, this is verse 15. This is verse 15. How, now, now, how are they going to hear? Well, it, well, Verse 14 says, how are they going to believe in somebody who they've not heard? And how shall they hear without a, in other words, without somebody to tell them? How shall they preach? In other words, how are they going to go to these places? How are they going to go to these places like Nigeria and go to places like India and go to places like Burma, go to places like Brazil and different places in South America? How shall they preach unless they be sent? So how do we send them? By sharing the resources that God has blessed us with. Do you realize, do you realize everything we do at 10, I need everybody to look at me for just a minute. I need to explain something. Everybody look at me. Everybody, <laughs> you done got all your, your blanks filled in. Look at me. Everything we do here is for the sake of the gospel. Yeah. Everything. Amen. Say that with me. Amen. Now I want you to look, I want you to look at what we got up here. You see all this? See them dangly things up there? That's not for the purpose of entertaining your children. That is for the purpose of capturing their attention so that we can tell them the greatest story that's ever been told. It is for the purpose of capturing their attention so we can tell them and help them little minds and them little hearts understand that there is a God who loves them. That they were born into sin and they need a savior. And every time you give your tithes, you're holding the rope. Every time you give an offering, you're holding the rope. Every time you, you you bring a box and let God fill it, you're holding the rope. You, you say, preacher, I don't have the ability to teach these kids. I don't have the ability to do this and I don't have the ability to do that. But you have the ability to hold the rope. You have the ability to care. You have the ability to share. You have the ability for prayer. We can hold the rope. Everybody can't hit the road. Everybody can't go to Nigeria. Everybody can't do things, but we can do something. We can all hold the rope. So either hit the road or this is a team effort. For all those that are willing to hit the road, we're gonna let every one of them know, hey, you hit the road and we'll. And all God's people say it. Amen. Now listen, I wanna say this. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. For holding the rope. Can you put that original that original thing up on the screen? Those, that first red screen with the numbers and junk on it. That has been made possible because you've been willing to, please keep holding. Please keep asking God what you can do to hold the rope. Ask God if he wants you to go. Now I'm not going to let nobody off the hook in here. Some of y'all need to graduate to going. God is, listen, we need young people to be called into missions again. We need young people to be willing to surrender their lives. to There was a day when you heard that all the time. You would hear that out of revivals. You would hear that out of church service. You'd hear people saying, hey, God is calling me to go and I'm surrendering to go. We don't hear that no more. We, we, we talk about business and we talk about education in a secular college and all. But listen, seek ye first the kingdom of God. We need people to go. We need people willing to step out in faith. We need people willing to go into the highways and hedges. And I'm not just talking about Nigeria. I'm talking about Holly Pond. I'm talking about coming and being willing to be trained to go into, into Vinemont and go into a community center and just start winning people to Christ and gathering them together and make disciples out of them. You, You don't have to, you don't have to go to Nigeria to be a missionary. You don't have to go to Nigeria to hit the road. You can do it right here. But first of all, you got to care. And listen, all that happened because somebody cared. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for caring. You've been caring. Every year we take up an offering. Every year we're giving, we're giving, we're giving. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Believe it or not. She said, Preacher, I'm afraid of what's coming. You keep putting God first. Amen. And God's going to take care of you. Amen. Now, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a betting man. And I'm not allowed to say I bet in here. So I'm not going to say I bet. I'm going to say I guarantee. Yes. I guarantee you, people that are holding the rope, God's been blessing your socks off. Amen. I've seen it in my own life. Our family has given more in the last three or four years than we've ever given in our life, and God has blessed us in so many incredible ways, I don't even have time to tell you. Keep holding the rope, keep praying, keep caring. You ought to grab one of these things. <clears throat> Micah, we need to make these available to folks. I, they might already be, I don't know. I just work here, I, they don't tell me nothing. I'm on need need no basis. I just show up when they tell me show up. I just, I don't even want a key to the joint. Hey man, just let me in eh? But we need, no, I'm not talking about right now. I'm not talking about right now. I'm just talking about, we, we need to we need to do it in in a way where you guys can put one of these on your refrigerator. Right. Yeah. How, how many of y'all would like one of these so you can hold the rope? There you go, Micah. There you go. Let's keep holding the rope. Man, I feel God bumps right there. Boy, God. God takes this seriously. God wants to see people saved worse than we do. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come. Hold the rope. Hit the road or hold the rope. And all God's people see it.